past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Hello and welcome to the Career Thought Career Confidant. We're glad that you're here today. And uh, I was running Career Jam all last week where we got all these great ideas. And then one of the things that really struck me is many of us, most of us, are not really at a lack for good ideas or new ideas or things we'd like to do. What most of us lack is the time to sit down and really figure out what that looks like. What is that? What what will I actually do? How am I going to prioritize and what am I going to get done? And we might be better at this in the work setting. We've probably learned how to do it in a work setting, but we often don't do it when it comes to our, our life, our personal time. And so then, therefore, those two things can kind of be at an odds to each other. One of the other things we know is that coming up onto 2021 and here in our um, end of the year, we can struggle a little bit. We can feel like we're um, not getting to do the things we wanted to do. We're we're struggling with that we didn't achieve the things we wanted to achieve. And we have a lot of hope, hopefully, <laughs> for 2021. But what we know is that if we don't make some changes to what we do, then 2021 will just continue the same pattern as 2020. Hopefully not. But you get what I mean in theory, right? That you... Get what you got if you always do what you've done. So let's talk about today how we might set ourselves up for something different in 2021 beyond the obvious that hopefully COVID will be gone and we can start getting back to maybe some of the things we were used to. We also know that 2021 is not just going to snap right back into place uh, like 2020 was. And one of the people in our event made the comment that someone had made the analogy to a paperclip. And whereas sometimes things change and then they snap right back, you might think of a newer, fresher rubber band, right? You stretch it and it, when you let go, it comes right back to what it was. That 2021 is going to be more like a paperclip. That once you twist it to put it over some papers, you can never quite get it back to the way it was. And so how can we use our agency to do what we can do to set ourselves up for success, whatever that might look like in 2021? We've got a few different thinking patterns I'm going to share with you that maybe one will be helpful and you can use that. And again, I would say that you maybe are good at this at work. And let's think about how you could apply some of those same strengths to your personal, professional, bigger picture. And maybe some of these will help you be more effective at this at work too. Okay, so First thing is we have to set aside time to plan. This is incredibly challenging when we're busy. And if you're, you've got your kids at home and you're homeschooling, I know a lot of kids are returning at home now. This might seem like, yeah, thanks, Marie, but it's never going to happen. 
let's figure out how to make it happen because otherwise, again, keep doing the same things we've done and get what we've always been getting. So maybe it's after the kids go to bed and even though we're tired, this can be really invigorating and can give us some energy. So I'm thinking through this for myself, right? How am I going to make this happen? Because the end of the year gets busy and how can we set aside some time to make this happen? Maybe you're significant other and you could sit down together and do it or maybe you could decide like hey this is my night this week and and your night's next next Tuesday or whatever that we're gonna have some time to to sit down and think maybe it's in the early morning when your kids are still asleep and you can get up and do these things that you need to do or your significant other's still asleep or your dog is still asleep, you know, whatever it is that, that those people in your life that need your extra care, how can you set some of this time aside for yourself? Because we've got to have the time and brain space first before we can do anything else. So one of the ways that I like to brainstorm while I'm planning is want, need, will. So the first thing is a list of things that I want to do. These are all my harebrained crazy ideas. <laughs> all of the things that you kind of daydream, oh, I'd love to do this, right? And you make this list. And there's something cathartic about making this list and just getting out. These are the things that I want to do. These are the, the things that I dream about doing. Maybe it's the things around the house. Maybe it's some things, you know, personal, exercise, lose weight, whatever that might be. Let's make a list of all those things that you want to do. Then let's make a list of those things that you need to do, right? These are the things that you feel like, oh, I don't really want to, but I need to fix the garage door. I need to do this, whatever those are that just feel like they need to get done, even though they don't create as much energy as your wants. Then once you've gotten down and you brainstorm you take some time for that you might even take you know two nights for that just brainstorming and thinking and start a list and put it somewhere where you can add to it and sometimes this overwhelms me or i i I don't do it because I'm afraid that it's going to overwhelm me, right? But once I start that list, (laughs) I'm just really going to be confronted by all the things that I want to do that I can't, that I don't have time for, whatever that looks like. However, they're running around in my head anyways, so I might as well write them down. And then I might feel like, oh, I could create a plan to make that happen. And that starts to, to create some energy. When I add the needs to that, then I feel like, okay, now I've got all this stuff in one place and I can do something with it. Then we get to the will. So the reality (laughs) of each day is that we don't get that many things done, right? Even before COVID, but definitely during and probably for some period of time here, should we get a post-COVID, we're worn out, we're stressed, our our reserves are down so let's not overdo it and let's start thinking about what will I get done today what will I get done in January we don't have to plan out the whole year but if we start to think about okay these are the things that I can commit to doing and what's great about this is that now you've set aside some time to do this planning 
you could think about how you could use that time that you've been using for planning. Could you carve that out each week? Could you carve that out? Eh, every day is probably a stretch. Could you carve that out each week and really think about how could I get these things done? Because they're there. And if I just think, oh, I'll get to that eventually, or whatever thought pattern it is that you find yourself stuck in, that is the reason <laughs> you keep not getting the things done that you want to get done. What would that look like? And part of it is that as we're writing these things down, we start to prioritize a little bit right from there. As you're writing them down, you think, oh, you know, yeah, that would be nice, but it's not really that high up on the list. And if you're a huge planner, you might prioritize that list and write it a couple different ways. But it's really just this idea that you're setting aside the time and you're really thinking about what do I want to do? What do I need to do? And then what will I do to make sure that as much as in my power, 2021, it is start off on a good fit foot for me. I think it's funny, you know, we're all talking about how 2020 was going to be our year, right? And you saw all the, the memes and we make our, our New Year's resolutions. And if we don't really have a plan, it doesn't work. And we're going to talk a little bit more about how to make this work and some of the elements that you can add into your plan. But the start is, is really just thinking about what, what do I want to do. One of the other ways that you could phrase this, frame this, is keep, start, stop. This gets out a little differently, right? It's not necessarily going to be task-driven, although some tasks may fit into that cap, into those categories. Keep, start, and stop may point us a little bit more to our habits. It may point us a little bit more towards our values. It's just a different way of looking at it. So if you have the time, you might do a little bit of both. Your want, need, will, and your keep, start, stop. One of the activities that we did this year for our career jam getting all these new ideas, right? Getting all these new ideas about things that we could do in, in our work as career service providers and uh, what's coming up next and what are some best practices. Then you got to do something with that, right? So keep, start, stop can be a good activity to do at the end of a training that you take or, um, you know, if you're, if you're doing something new because you want to keep doing some of the things you were doing, right? We're we're good at what we do, so some of the things we were doing are good, and we're going to keep doing them. And then there's some new things that we learned that we want to start to do and do something new, launch this new service, help our clients in a new way. But to be able to do some of those new things, we also have to figure out some of the things we're going to stop doing. Or maybe we learn some things that tell us that we need to stop doing it this way because it's not helpful anymore. It's not the, the best way anymore. It's not the most helpful to our clients. So that keep, stop, and start can be very powerful as you're thinking about your habits, your moving forward into 2021, what does that look like? And also a good activity after you, you attend one of those many, many virtual conferences that everyone is having right now. So 
I encourage you, look at your calendar for the next four weeks. They're going to go by really fast. But a lot of us aren't going anywhere, right? <laughs> you don't have anywhere to go for, for, thanks, for Thanksgiving if you're in the U.S. or for those holidays. Um, if you're in some countries, you may have more ability to travel. But most of us aren't going very many places right now. So how could you carve out some time, do some internal work, that, that uh, staycation, and really plan, how are you going to do things differently next year? so that maybe we can respond better to the unknown that is going to happen and also so that we can take our our steps to move towards where we want to go in 2021 what do you want what do you need what will you do what do you want to keep doing what do you want to start doing and what do you want to stop doing and after we start there we'll move into what do we do next when we come back So we'll be back in just a few minutes here on The Career Confidant. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Today, expertise equals credibility. When you know what to do and how to do it, people follow because they acknowledge that you know more. However, stepping up in your career eventually pushes you out of your comfort zone of expertise. How you lead at those moments requires new skills. We're here to show you how to survive and thrive. Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone at Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at Leadership Forum INC. You hear about it all the time. Compromises, destructive malware, major breaches. You can't turn on the news without hearing about the latest cyber event. Learn more about cybersecurity, how it has become one of the most significant threats to our national security, and the battle experts undergo every day on your behalf to protect you, your families, and your data. Task Force 7 Radio with host George Ritas is the voice of cybersecurity around the world. Tune in live every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on The Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Hello and welcome back to Career Confidant. And today we're talking about how to start now <laughs> to get 2021 uh, to be a different year for you. So we talked about carving out that time and really thinking about what you want out of next year, what you're going to 
keep doing, start doing, stop doing, just brainstorming, getting those things down. Maybe you've got a multifaceted list where you've got your personal, your professional, your uh, business, career. Thinking about all those different facets of your life and putting them together. And heard about this activity, although in a little bit different structure, when years ago, when I was first taking our personal branding program, they called it the mother of all goals exercise. And these aren't necessarily goals, although they could be, but I'd keep them to the next year, right? Keep them short term. What are some of those things that you'd like to achieve, like to get done, uh, habits you'd like to build? Can kind of be a mishmash of those ideas that have been running around in your head. And when we get them out, we start looking at them. Then the next step is to see, so what matters? What energizes us? And that might be it energizes us because it's something we've always wanted to do or really interested in it. Or sometimes it'd be like, hey, I could get that done. (laughs) And that might energize us. Like, hey, if I just spent an hour, I could get that done. And there's always some benefit to that finding those little quick wins things we could get done and and feel like we're moving ourselves forward and uh, if you're in your career change career search or thinking about it you know you can find those activities that you have control over that you could get done and uh, get them done make a list of your accomplishments make a target list some of those activities that, that you can just get done and start working on and uh, they don't require anyone else to say yes to give you approval to respond to your online application what are those things that you could just get done and feel that sense uh, of self-agency because right now when our you know if our uh, if you're in job search especially your confidence starts to wane you're feeling less motivated you might be struggling when we can find those little wins and get them done boy it helps propel some of the other things so you might look for what are those easy wins that I could get done what are those things that really energize me that I really want to do this again as going back to our wants and that would allow me to to really get some momentum going here And then what are the things that would really make a difference for someone else in my life? Maybe family-wise, maybe, you know, business or career-wise. What are some of those actions that are here on this list that would make a difference for other people? Because that can be energizing to have those and start doing them and, and seeing the impact that they might make on other people. Then you're looking for what uses or or, leverages isn't the best word but what allows me to use my strengths what allows me to do something that I'm really good at on this list and I I could start with some of those and see what it is that might help me take those steps forward and when I do that I I get that energy I get that reinforcement might also look at those other things on your list, maybe even some of the needs, right? This needs to get done, but it doesn't give me a lot of energy. And think, how could I do that in a way that uses my strengths? How could I do that in a way that capitalizes on what I do like to do? Or is there a way that I could capitalize on someone else's strengths to get that need done? 
maybe there's an exchange that I could do or some kind of way to get some action around that need item that helps me move it forward and tapping into how could I use my strengths to do this is a good thing to do and then how could you use someone else's strengths to do that because just like we get invigorated and get energy and do things better when we figure out how to apply our strengths other people will do things well and and enjoy them when they can use their strengths one of the other things that I've been working on um actually my husband's at it much better at it than I am is getting our our kids and empowering our kids to do some of those things because they feel so useful and and engaged when they do things that maybe we feel like we need to do but they would be interested interested and excited to do it even if maybe they don't do it 100% the way that we would want to do it ourselves then the other item to ask yourself about these tasks or goals on your list is why. Now, why can sometimes be a turnoff question. It can make your, even when we ask it of ourselves. So you might ask, what would that do? What will that bring me? What will that bring someone else? How does that connect to my values? What makes that important to me? Because when I can do that and I can connect it to why, you know, what matters, what it, why does that need to be done? It can connect back to that motivation and help us do it. This is the piece of goal setting that a lot of times we leave out, right? We like write down the list at the end of the day, but we don't really think about why. What is that going to bring me? What is that? What's the purpose of that? Sometimes asking that question changes the item on the list. And sometimes the item on the list still needs to be done. But at least we can connect it to why it needs to be done, who's going to benefit, what's the outcome. And we will write that down. I would encourage you to go through the items on your list and write that down. Not just the action or the task or the goal, but the so what. What is that going to bring to you or the people around you or your company or your clients? Because when you've got that so what down on your list, on the to-do list, it makes it much more appealing to get that item done, to think about how we can get it done. So you started to write down what you need to do. You make that list Maybe start to prioritize it a little bit so that you can go through and think, okay, how can I use my strengths on these things? What makes me good at doing that? And then why? So what? Who's going to benefit? So let's take an example here. And for, for me, it might be, well, actually, we'll go with the household one first. So my, uh, my family moved in April. So since April, which is seven months now, I've been thinking we need to put together the elliptical in the basement. We need to put the elliptical together in the basement, right? And there was minimal pain there. Sure, COVID, gaining weight, but no one's going to see, right? It doesn't really matter. And then it was like, oh, I could go outside and go for a run. 
problem with that if any of you have or have had little kids, you know, that once they're awake, your ability to do anything is much diminished. And once they go to sleep, you're really tired. So my best time to work out is and has always been even before they were born, but definitely since in the mornings. Well, it was dark outside or my husband was gone or something was always going on. So I wasn't going in the mornings. Sometimes I'd go uh, afterwards, but it just it wasn't I wasn't doing it. So this weekend, we finally got the elliptical put together because it's getting cold. I can't go outside. And I've realized that the weight gain during COVID, I don't want to make that a long-term problem, right? (laughs) So we better nip it in the bud now. So the so what, the why, the pain finally outweighed the dragging your heels and get it done. And guess what? It took like maybe two, two to three hours. It was not that big of a deal. So when we think of some of those things that we don't get done, sometimes it's because the level of pain has not ratcheted up to where we're actually going to do something about it, and that's okay. But we can ratchet that up for ourselves by thinking about, why do I want to do that? What are the reasons? What's the long-term benefits of that? What's the long-term pain of that? And how can I... How can I just get it done? For me, it was actually finding time to help my husband carve out time because that is not my strength. I can use power tools. I can do it. And I had started to do it, but I wasn't going to be able to do it right. (laughs) So carving out time for him to do it was the strategy, right? So we've got these things that we want to do in life. And maybe they're things that we put aside for 2020 because of all the things that are happening. And that's probably a wise choice in many scenarios. But how are we going to do it differently moving forward? What can we do? What can we find other people in our lives to help us do? Maybe we can exchange with someone in our neighborhood to help us get these things done. Feel that sense of accomplishment get some more confidence depending on what those actions are or just feel better about things in our lives being finally put together and moving it forward into 2021 and starting off on a better foot. So when we take that time and do the planning and put it together, it can make it happen. Now, one of the great things that we could do during this time is you could actually even start a process with an accountability person. So maybe you've got a colleague or a friend, and this could be another way to connect with them. Do this together. Okay, this next week, we're each going to write out our list. So we're going to get together and share some of the things from our list and what we're going to want, we need, will to do, or keep, start, stop doing. Gives us another opportunity to connect with a human being as well as have a little bit of accountability for doing what we want to do. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about our motivation and goal setting and how we can move it forward. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. 
know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. are tuned into the career confidant with marie zimanoff if you have a question or comment for marie or her guest today please call 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 you may also send an email to marie at a strategic advantage.com now back to the career confidant Hello and welcome back. So today we're talking about goal setting and action planning for 2021. I don't know about you, but I'm seeing a lot and maybe you're feeling the same. A lot of people are ready to think about how we can make 2021 our year um, because 2020 just didn't turn out that way for a lot of us, right? So what can we do? We can start now, start planning, start taking some of these little actions that will build and, and build on momentum. And let's talk a little bit about why this works. So the neuroscience behind this, when and you, if you've been listening for a while, you probably heard this story, right? I I started teaching the law of attraction when I first graduated from grad school, and I was working at the workforce center. Was in that 2009 2010 timeframe. Just been through a recession, and this whole idea of kind of believe it and it will happen was hard for me. And part of it was because I didn't understand the real science behind it. And I wish it would have because I think I would have taught it differently. I'm not quite exactly sure how. But this idea is that your reticular activating system in your brain, the RAS, is what gives us our focus. So... This explanation has always made so much more sense to me. When you want a car or a certain hairstyle or when you're trying to have a baby, you see that everywhere. So I was struggling getting pregnant for four years. And every time I looked, it was more pregnant people, right? And I decided I wanted a certain brand of car. And so then every car I want ever every car I saw was that car. And this is not true, right? There are not any more pregnant people in the world and there are not any more red Mazdas on the road. But your brain 
you've told your brain that that's important. And so your brain sees it, focuses on it, notices it more than it did before. And this is why when we're setting goals and and thinking about actions, tasks, goals, whatever you want to call it, one, there's some serious power there because once we've thought about it, this is what we want. And definitely then once we write it down, because that kind of cements it in our brain, our brain actually starts to notice things and move us in that direction, which is excellent, right? It's working for us. It's saying, okay, this is where you want to focus. So we're going to point you in that direction. We're going to notice things that would move you in that direction. Now, the challenge is that sometimes we can get focused on the negative, And, of course, there are things that happen negative in our life. But once we are focused there, they grow. And we start to notice more of those negative things. And we start to have more of those negative things come into our consciousness. And they impact us more deeply because we're focused there. Now, this doesn't mean that negative things don't happen and that we aren't going to react to them. But when we've started to move our focus there, we stay stuck there longer and we notice more of the negative things that keep coming up, which they're just going to, right? So when we determine where we're going to focus, we determine how we're going to move forward. Sitting down and writing down the things you want to do moves us forward, focusing in on those building accountability around them, writing them down, putting them somewhere visible. All of those help move us forward. That doesn't mean that the negative things aren't going to happen or that we're not going to have to pay attention to them and do something with them, but that we're, we're not going to be focused there and, and moving in that direction. We're going to be moving forward. So, just this past weekend, a very negative interaction with the RAS and a friend who passed away from cancer. Um, and even though I had a lot of good things going on, that hit me. And I, I focused there. I, I felt that. Again, there's nothing wrong with that, but I, I stayed there. And then a few days later, I had another friend who passed away from cancer. And that negative happenstances, negative circumstances, you get kind of stuck there. And that grief is a good emotion. That grief is something that we want to figure out how to process, how to communicate. And then what do I want to do differently? How am I going to move forward differently in my life and move it towards the positive? One of our speakers for Career Jam just this past week, she was talking about Deborah Benton. Deborah Benton, she's got a new book coming out, um, Networking for Introverts. She's got an excellent group of books as well. She was talking to us about leading remotely and how do we build morale within our teams. And of course, no matter what level or what role we play in the team, it really starts with us. And her phrase that everybody remembered and wrote down was how can we choose the constructive perspective? Because when we decide what to focus on, that 
changes our energy, changes our motivation, changes the way we lead, changes the way we communicate. And that doesn't mean the negative things don't matter or that they're not real and impactful, but that when we can choose that constructive perspective, then we can move things based on our based on our own actions and we can decide where to put that energy and decide how to move it forward it's one of the things that i think about you know the the old um adage that you should eat your frogs first in the morning and do those things that are really hard and although there's some truth to that i think we always have to look at the the tasks look at the goal and think about you know if something is really challenging for us to do it may take us all day to do that one thing because we have to overcome that feeling of challenge to get it done. What if we could start with a quick win, something that's a little bit easier, although still important, right? Not, not a menial task, but something that's a little bit more motivating, a little bit more uh, energy around it. What if we could start with that, get ourselves going, churning, and then take on that more challenging task? Some days that may be the better way to go than quote unquote eating that frog in the morning. How do we how do we manage our own energy? And we all know when we have the most energy, when we're when we get going, and perhaps we could save those more important, complex or challenging tasks for those times of days when we really have the energy that we need to be able to bring to that kind of task. And how are we going to manage our energy over the next month? Because I don't know if you've noticed this, but there's a lot of ups and downs, right? There's good news and then there's bad news. And it's a constant roller coaster, even if you're not paying particular attention to the, the news and every little detail, there's this constant churn of emotion, this constant churn of, of positives and negatives and things that are important for us to know, things that are important for us to take, to pay attention to, and yet can, can really wear our energy out, wear our, our ability out to, to, to stay focused, to stay motivated, to stay moving ourselves forward. So we might have to choose that constructive perspective. And that may not always be, you know, to quote unquote, be positive. The constructive perspective may be, you know, yep, there's a lot of good news right now. And that's great. I'm going to take it. And I'm also going to just keep moving. I'm going to keep moving. I'm not going to get too excited. <laughs> I'm going to be happy to be, you know, hopeful about that news, but I'm going to keep moving and uh, keep taking the steps that I need to take so that I can move myself forward. And then when things aren't, when I get bad news, how am I going to process that? Who am I going to connect with around that? How am I going to have that not weigh me down in, in, a, in a way that's not helpful? so that I can keep moving forward and keep doing what I need to do to support my own goals, to support the people that I need to support around me and and do the things that that I need to do. And of course, it's easier to do those things if I've written them down somewhere. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of you, but the uh, ability to remember 
significantly, right? Our memory goes down when we're in times of stress and we're all in a time of stress. So don't chance it. Don't don't take it to something where you've got to remember to get that done. Start setting yourself up systems. If you haven't already, start setting yourself up systems to write things down, prioritize, and, and be able to move yourself forward. So I want to talk about some specific actions that we might want to do during this time, this holiday time, for our careers and our business. And there are some unique opportunities that present themselves during the holidays when we're thinking about our career or our business. What could we do now that maybe people will be more available for and open to networking Maybe we're having some time that we could sit down and chat with our boss. There are some unique opportunities right now that you could take advantage of to move your career forward and get it started on the right path for 2021. So we're going to talk about some career-related activities and how you can navigate those conversations, networking, talking to your boss. We're going to also talk about some business opportunities, um, and these apply to careers as well as small business owners and holiday cards, connecting to past clients or past co-workers. This time is a, a real opportunity for us to build some relationships. And we know that our success or, or lack thereof in 2021, no matter what happens in the world, really our success is going to be dependent on our relationships and our, our ability to maintain and nurture and grow those relationships in, in a two-way mutual fashion for the benefit of, of both parties in 2021. So we'll talk about some really concrete things that you can do to move your career forward between now and the end of the year. So we're going to take a short break and we'll go through those when we come back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You 
are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Hello and welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we've been talking about setting goals and getting some content and motivation behind them so that they stick moving into 2021. I've never been a huge fan of New Year's resolutions. One, the whole new year, new you thing. You don't need a new you, right? You do not need a new you. You take that same great you into 2021 and think about how you can use what you've learned to do even better in 2021. You have great strengths. You are already wise and everything that you need. You just can do it to the next level, right? In 2021. So I've never loved that. And then most of the time, New Year's resolutions are hollow. There's no real thought. There's no plan. And they typically fail by February. So let's set ourselves up to not have a New Year's resolution, but to have a plan for 2021, to have some goals, and to practice and play around with how we make those goals more effective by engaging our strengths, thinking about how we can engage other people's strengths, and connecting those pieces to why we want to do that. What's the motivation behind that? Um, You know, the most powerful stories of people losing weight usually have to do when they come face to the reality that that is going to impact their life significantly, shorten their life, not be able to see their kids get married. And a lot of times it takes that kind of jolt to really make things happen. You can create that for yourself by really connecting to that why, thinking about it, writing it down, prioritizing based on it. And then as you're even creating your daily, weekly plans, you write down that why, not just the action. Now, there's this time right now for the next four weeks or so where we've got a unique opportunity to connect with people. And one of the themes I hear over and over again from my clients and and my people that I, I work with in business or in their careers, that what makes or breaks their business is really their relationships. This might be relationships with their staff. If they're a business owner, it might be relationships with their workers, coworkers, boss, other extended network if they're a job seeker. But our ability to, to connect and maintain and then lean on those relationships is so important. And I say lean on because people don't like the word leverage and we're not really doing that right. It's can you master the art of asking for help? Now here's the thing. Asking for help oftentimes feels like an imposition to you when you're asking, but it's the number one way that relationships flourish because when you ask somebody for help and they get to help you they can help you it deepens your relationship so how could you find those people in your network that you could ask for help how could you ask for help in a way that they could say yes and then be able to deepen that relationship 
but you don't even have to ask for help to get started. So let's think about the things that we can do now that it is this holiday season. And the first thing is, of course, connecting, just connecting, saying, hey, you know, I'd love to have a, a virtual coffee and hear about what you're doing. People are feeling lonely. The data on that is sad. And it was sad before COVID, so it's going to be even more sad now. People want to connect. Give them something that it offers them an opportunity to do that. Hey, I haven't talked to you in a long time. Love to hear what's going on with the kids. Make it personal, because these are people that you know. You know, these are people you know, like, and trust already. You don't necessarily need to reach out to someone new, although you could. Just start with the people that you already know, like, and trust. Reconnect to them. Find out what's going on to them. How's that for them? How's that new job? Whatever it might be, start that. Open the door to connection. One of my connections (laughs) sent out an email a quarter ago because he just sent out his quarterly email. And he said a quarter ago, he told people that if they wanted to, you know, set up a one-on-one time via Zoom, he'd love to do that. 40% of people responded and, and said yes. So when you are doing that, you're going to get a good response rate. Again, we're talking about people that you already have in your network, connecting with them and just giving an opportunity for that conversation. Find out what's going on with them. Find out where, what are they doing? Where are they at? What do they have, you know, planned for their staycation over the holidays? When you do that, you offer an opportunity for people to connect where there isn't any need. And you can still share what's going on with you, and perhaps there'll be an opportunity for them to help. But that's not the focus of this conversation. What's great about doing this and taking the time to do this on a regular basis in the holidays, just offer one time, I'd recommend doing it at least twice a year, if not quarterly, is that then if you do need something, you have that relationship with that person and you don't feel bad about asking for help. Of course, remembering that asking for help is not a bad thing for your relationship. If you ask for help in a way that that person can help, it actually builds that relationship. So the other piece that uh, business owners, you see business owners do during this time is connecting, sending out a holiday card, doing something, maybe some kind of, giveaway or little token of appreciation and if you are a job seeker or a leader you can take a page from that book and do it for yourself do it to your net you know send that kind of message or token to your network send it to your team it's a great way that's why small businesses do it right it's worth the effort because they know they're going to stay top of mind and they're going to be looked at favorably because they took the time to connect with you and maybe, you know, a little tiny bit of money to send you a gift card or whatever that might be. So take a page out of their book and think about how you could do that same thing for your network. The whole idea of holiday cards, um, there's been a discussion on Facebook recently you know do we send out holiday cards in a year where maybe some people are really struggling maybe people are having a hard time 
And overwhelmingly, what I'm seeing is kind of a flip on that, that yes, maybe this is the year people need the most, not because, you know, it's going to be fakey, happy, everything's great. Um, I've been thinking about creative ways that we can show the reality of what the last year has been moving in the middle of the pandemic, having a two and a four year old and not being able to go anywhere. Uh, You know, we were used to going somewhere to get out of the house to have them run around. And we had to change our perspective, we had to change what we were doing. Um, And so how do we communicate that and be real in those communications so that it doesn't feel fakey happy? But then the card companies have thought about that. So I was already looking at some of the greeting card companies online, and they've got creative greetings, creative ideas that aren't just, you know, let's pretend like everything's fine. And in some ways, people need that connection. They need that card. They need that um, somewhat of a pretend that everything's fine from from their family, from their friends to to reconnect. So don't shy away from that. There's a way that you can do it that will still feel authentic and real while giving you that opportunity to connect with the people on the other end. For those of us who are in business, this is a great time to reach out to your clients from this past year, from the past two years, past three years. Start a list, work down it, check in with them, send them a card, see how they're doing, offer that option to chat with you, uh, uh, you know, especially if you've got the time, because it's going to build those relationships and give you an opportunity to hear what people are needing from someone like you right now, no matter what your business is, to hear what people are, are thinking and wanting for the future, and to reconnect to people who are probably your great champions and wanting to help you, wanting to refer business to you as they can. So don't hole away during this holiday time. Set some of these goals, set some actions, find someone that can help you move through this process, whether that's a coach or a friend, colleague, so that you can set some goals and create some action plans and start getting some of those little wins as we move towards 2021. And if you're looking for a career service provider, a coach of any kind, we've got a great directory at careerthoughtleaders.com. Careerthoughtleaders.com, you can search our directory there and find a service provider who will help you with whatever you're trying to achieve in your business or your career. And of course, we'll be right back here again next week on The Career Confidant. We've got some more guests coming up for you here in December so that we can finish the year strong and and help you get the skills and resources that you need to take control of your career. So we'll see you next week right back here on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.